Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. This is Sheffield Live. Good afternoon and welcome to The Squeak. My name's Luke Crofts. I'm James Argreaves. And uh, this is The Squeak. You listen to 93.2 FM. Um, first of all, we must give a shout out to our guest presenter for last week, Faith Shaughnessy. How wasn't good it? was Faith last week? She was very good. She did a, she did a, a marvellous job, uh, yeah. despite being quite nervous. And popular on a podcast too. Big in Bosnia. Yeah, well, our, our listener in the Dominican Republic loved it. Really? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, great. She's she's famous around the world. They had a lot of uh, listens from the US last week as well. And why not? Faith has gone worldwide. And I can't, I, you know, I'm not surprised at all. Yeah, so thank you very much, Faith Shaughnessy. I hope she's listening today and, you know, the, fa- the fame's not gone to her head. Well, she's probably sipping champagne at some roof oh, garden she'll be, in London or something. She'll be, she'll be, you know, throwing money away just because she can. Yeah. On a serious note, she had uh, her eye surgery this yeah. week, didn't she? She's had so. the uh, she's had the um, bad stuff burnt from her corneas. Yes, she's had the laser eye surgery, haven't she? So, so hope you're recovering uh, well. Yeah, hopefully she's well with that, and hopefully see her after the show. Yes, absolutely. Um, well, it's been uh, it's been a bit of a bad week for people that we've lost, isn't it? Um, Gosh, yeah. Just as, well as we were. As we were leaving last week, David Bowie had uh, David Bowie had died. It wasn't wasn't announced until Monday, so that's um, that's a big loss. So if you were if you were listening to Eclectica, Paul Paul Sellers has just played um, a track from Black Star, which um, I mean I've not heard any of any of the album apart from what Paul's just played. James, have you? It's fantastic, start to finish, absolutely fantastic, and the video as well. Like the video for the single Black Star is something else. Ten minutes long, like space jazz funk and. David Bowie's originality in it—it's just amazing. Well, we'll talk. We'll talk a bit more about David Bowie later on. Um, Alan Rickman as well—he's gone. Yeah. Um, the, 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 well, a few days after Bowie, so that, the same age as well. Yeah. You were saying sixty-nine is the new twenty-seven. Yeah. Well, the twenty-seven club has, has moved up, but you know, Alan Rickman—what what a guy! What what do you remember Alan Rickman from? What's, what's um, the first thing I saw Alan Rickman in? Um, even though I was probably too young to be watching it legally, um, was Die Hard. Yes, uh, Hans, Hans Gruber. Gruber. Yeah, <laughs> Jinx. What a guy. Um, and I think, I, I, I mean, I was reading up on him. I think that was his first um, break in films, wasn't it? It was his breakthrough. He's done stuff before that, but it was his major, major motion picture breakthrough. Yeah. But there's a, there's a good fact about that. You know, when uh, at the end where he's falling off the, he's dropped off the tower. The Nakajima building, I'm going to say, if yeah. you haven't seen it, don't bother. Yeah. Well, um, it's a 30-year-old film now, so if you haven't seen it yet, you're not going to watch it. haven't seen it yet, why not? But yeah, no, uh, yeah. As he's, uh, as he's falling to his death yeah, well, at the end of when, when they were filming that, it was on the rig, obviously, to, to drop him, uh, and they were doing a countdown, like three, two, one, zero, and they actually dropped him on two. So that it, uh, he didn't know about it, and, oh, and right. the, the face he's pulling was actually a, a face of shock. Well, if you haven't seen Die Hard Five, it's terrible. Um, <laughs> yes. But they recreate it in that film. Have you seen A Good Day to Die Hard? I haven't. Uh, I saw the last one. I saw was Die Hard Four, and then I gave up on it because yeah, you it did just the right thing. The whole thing. Um, well, it was on telly the other night, and I thought I've got to give it a go. See how you know. See if it is bad. And it's it's not shocking, but it's it, 
it's just not meaty enough, you know. No. Um, but but yeah, they recreated it when they killed the um, you know the main baddie in yeah. that, which was which was a nice nod to the first one. The thing with these these current Die Hard films, and they're, they're making another one apparently. They need to stop it. Yeah, but but what they're doing is they've got scripts that are just sat around gathering dust for other films. And all they're doing is they're just making it John McClane, changing the character names and making it a diehard film. Yeah. They don't it's, need to. It, just do what Liam Neeson does and, and make Liam Neeson action movie 25. Oh, it doesn't need to be diehard. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's none, none of the original... There's only John McClane that's in it. None of the original diehard casts in it. No, Taken, for me, has been completely ruined by it the has. remake. Do you know what? Well, I, I, I like the second one, but the third one... Again, they, they, changed, um, they changed one of the characters in that... Hmm. Um, to another actor and the story just wasn't very good it was just yeah. all a bit far-fetched and I know you can argue the first one's a bit far-fetched yeah, but at least but it was it was well put together yeah, and a good absolutely. script and a good narrative but anyway then I, I said that about Saw you know the Saw films what seven or eight of them now yeah and the Leave first one stands alone as a work of art is brilliant and then they made all this unnecessary mythology around it and expanded it and it just didn't work for me yeah. But was very popular in a cinema, so maybe I'm just an anomaly. Maybe, maybe. A what? An anomaly. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, Faith Shaughness is uh, tweeted and she hasn't gone blind, so um, she's okay. So she will see us later. <laughs> yes. <laughs> see you soon. See you soon. Um, so, yeah, uh, away. Well, I say we digressed a bit, but um, what, what's, what films. Uh, is that the earliest you remember, Alan Rickman? In Die Hard. Yeah, I know a lot of people were uh, upset about Professor Snape dying. Yeah, obviously big like, in the Harry Potter franchise. Yeah, it was massive in that, wasn't he? Yeah. One thing I remember him in was um, Love Actually. And yes. he was actually really funny in that. Yeah. I remember a scene where he's um, buying a necklace in, in a department store. And Rowan Atkinson is gift-wrapping it, and it's the most exuberant gift-wrapping I think you've ever yes. seen. And he's like really stressed out because his wife's behind him. Really funny, really really good character he played in that. And a different side to him, I think. Yeah, well, he played a lot of villains, didn't he? Mm. But, but he got the playing the villains down just right. Do you know? I think it was his accent. Yeah, he's got a bit of a funny accent. Hasn't it's, he? it's not only that; it's it's kind of he had a bit of a warmth to him and a bit of comedy about him as well. Yeah. In, in his portrayal, so it it brought something likable to a villain. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So yeah, two. Uh, I feel like Mark Kermode. Is this, is this the film review? <laughs> I know, yeah, almost. We've digressed a lot, haven't we, onto films? But, uh, yeah, no, a, a really a really big loss. But, you know, um, some really great films that we can, you know, yeah, that will be there absolutely. forever. Um, how's your week been? Have you uh, have you fully recovered now? I've I've been in bed most of the week. It's like, honestly, last week I, I regretted not coming in. Um, but, obviously, Faith did a fantastic job filling in. Uh but yeah, last week I, I couldn't have come and done it. I've still got a little bit of a cough at the minute, so if you hear me splutter every now and then, uh, that'll be why. <laughs> well, uh, your other half's not not finished you off, so that's a good thing. Well, yeah, and, and have to find a guest presenter. Faith, again this Faith week. did threaten me last week, didn't she, at the beginning of the show? So, <laughs> so maybe when we see her later. <laughs> you know, she was. Uh, she, I phoned. I texted her and said, "Oh." Um, I need a guest presenter, um, so I'll pick you up at one. And she went, I'm not doing it. And then she filled me up. She went, what part of I'm not doing it don't you understand? <laughs> well, I think secretly she, she was quite excited to do yeah. it. And she had a good time. She wants to do it again, so she'll, she'll have to bring her in another time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, uh, I, I was debating whether or not to tell you this on air, but um, I, uh, I got in the car um, on Friday and I heard a fairly large rip. And I was like, oh, that's not good. <laughs> 
split my trousers. Oh, brilliant. I know. I've never, ever done it before. And uh, I was in the middle... Well, I'd, I'd sort of got one call left to make, and I was like, I'm not driving home for the sake of this, so I'll just go to last call with split trousers. <laughs> and I looked down, I thought, it can't be that bad, and it was all the way down. It was really, really, really bad, yeah. And I, they, they had felt a bit tight after Christmas. I didn't realise they were that weak. Because I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm not massive, am I? In any way, but... Uh, you but, you yeah. didn't do a Lenny Kravitz, did you? You, you weren't going um, commando. No, I'd got pants on. I'd got nice flowery pants on, actually. Oh. Um, so, you know, if anybody did happen to see them, at least they were my funky pair, you know? Yeah. Every cloud. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. I just imagine you with, like, Spongebob pants on or something, bright yellow. <laughs> <laughs> no, my, my pants are pretty cool. Um, but I, I did have to adopt a, a slightly different walk, <laughs> just to avoid anybody seeing... I'd split my trousers. It's times like this you need to film yourself, Luke. In fact, did I send a picture to you? Um, I can't remember one. I sent a picture to the work group, oh. and uh, they were like, oh, lovely. Some, some of them I've not met before, so it was a bit of a surprise for them. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was uh, probably the low light, the low point of my week. Hi, everyone. I'm Luke, by the way. This is my ripped pants. Oh, I've deleted. I've de- yeah, it's gone, unfortunately. So yeah, um, maybe we'll put it on Twitter, see if anybody likes the pants, if I can find it. So yeah, so so you work in. So does does the places you go to not have like uh, concessions with clothing where you could have just gone and I could, bought another? Yeah, pair? actually, I could have bought another pair of trousers. I just couldn't be bothered. <laughs> I like these trousers though. I think I'm just going to sew them back up or have them sewed back up. I don't think I'll be able to do it. Do you sew? No, no, exactly. No, well, at one point, my mum would have done it, but she's got arthritis in her hands now, so. Can't re- it's not really fair of her to ask her to do that, is it? Yeah. Bless. Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm not sure I wanted to see that, actually. <laughs> after, after you... <laughs> <sighs> it's not as bad as I imagined, to be fair. Well, you can't... It goes further round underneath. Ah, right. So it's not... Yeah. And you can... They're, like, busting at the... <laughs> Anyway, should we play a bit of music? I think we've all had it happen to us. Um, but yeah, let's play a bit of music. This, this, uh, we've had some music sent in, as any band or artist can do. Just uh, follow us at The Squeak on Twitter or slash The Squeak on Facebook. That's T-H-E-S-Q-W-E-E-K, because we like to spell it wrong. Yes. Um, but yeah, this guy's uh, got in touch. He's, he's won awards for being like an influential young person, which is like it's really cool. Interesting. Um, he's a singer-songwriter and has been discovered by the legendary Elliot Kennedy. Really? Um, he's Elliot Kennedy, if you don't know, has worked with Spice Girls, Brian Adams, Take That, etc. Uh, and this one is his new single called Obvious. You listen to The Squeak on 93.2 FM.
why the good guy never seems to win. But then I see you, it all just fits into place. But I gotta find a way to say I love you. Face to face, I got to make it obvious, not mistake it. Make it first, you can take it. Serious, I got to make it obvious, I'm not faking. So that guy's called Max, and the single is obvious. And and at 19 years old, right, this guy has got one of the longest kind of uh, CVs of anyone. He's performed on Gary Barlow's album. Uh, he played, yeah, he played with Donny, Donny Osmond on his live album. Uh, he played with Ollie Murs for the Children in Need special. He's worked with Jerry Halliwell on Earth Earthcoming album. Worked with Peter Kay on Phoenix Nights Live and Car Share. Really? He's, he, he's written for Hollyoaks. Uh, he's... Written for a, a Hollywood film, is genuinely this nineteen-year-old guy from Sheffield has done everything that there is to do. Um, he's obviously got a big break working with Elliot Kennedy, who's, who's an absolute legend. Well, that's that's amazing. Yeah, that is amazing. So, that that new single is out now uh, on Universal Records. Uh, but thanks to Max for sending us that and. Uh, any band can get in touch, just uh, give us a message on the Facebook or the Twitter and we will play you. Yeah, please do. Um, that, I mean, that's sort of... He sounds he, he sounds uh, a bit like Will Young. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, when I read through his uh, his list of things he's done and saw that he'd had, like, Ollie Murs on there and stuff like that's that. That's not a surprise. Yeah. Yeah. It's, can it's tell that kind of. of thing. And it's, it's very poppy, it's very swingy, it's a bit Buble-esque. But, yeah. But sort, yeah. Of, sort of... All three of them sort of rolled into one. Yeah, it's decent. It's like for for a young yeah. Sheffield lad who's travelling the world and doing like fulfilling his dream. It's amazing. Yeah, that's brilliant. And yeah, really good. Really enjoyed that. Yeah. yeah. So um, 
That, that could be you if you're in, if you're in a band and you've got some uh, material to send us please do uh, and it's not too much of a faff you can just upload it yeah if you go to the website my website dj1.co.uk which is dwjayone.co.uk we like spelling things wrong don't we yes <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> yeah but uh, go on there there's a link to the uploader and just literally just fill in your, your details your band details and upload a track and hopefully we'll get it played on the show soon enough marvellous and just to show how how uh, how much we're doing with that? We got uh, we we've done the show for ten weeks now. Uh, over ten weeks, we played forty different songs by thirty different bands, which I worked out yesterday. So great, great know. start that. Yeah, yeah. Like that's average. What three different bands a show is? Yeah, and you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of different uh, different styles um, from all over the country. Yeah. And some really good stuff. So if you don't, you know, personally, if you don't send us any more, then I'll have to play all the songs that I like. Yeah, and and but we, do do we, send us in though. Do. We do know for a fact that some bands have got gigs and stuff out of being played on here. So yeah, well, it, it's it's a nice little set we've got because we we know a couple of gig promoters, so we yeah. sort of feed off each other. So if they get any new stuff, they pass it on to us and vice versa. Yeah, um, absolutely. we've got and the artists that we've had on, we've got gigs. Um, oh, you've just said that, haven't you? Yes. Well, I'm just confirming <laughs> it. <then. laughs> so, Donny Fietnik's uh, playing a couple of Carl, uh, Carl Maloney shows in February and March. Yeah. Um, we're going to, uh, obviously, the big gig. Yeah. The big gift. Slow Readers Club. I think, it, Dream. I think you should call it the big gig. It is. Four it is authors a, as well. It is a big, big gig, that. I can't wait for that. It's, uh, there's also some other stuff coming up, which I, uh, hopefully in the next few weeks I'll get some uh, some tracks from where the SSS are supporting a, a band called Lake Como at Java Lounge Live in Hillsborough uh, on February 8th, I think it is, and that's that's like a little venue where uh, Catfish and the Bottlemen have played before and Reverend and the Makers, uh, and Lake Como are coming across the, the with Columbia Records, I think, at the minute. And yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Big upcoming I've, band. I've never been to a I've never been to a gig there. At Java yeah. Lounge, and I'd, I'd really like to. It's very special. It's kind of, it's really, it's a different crowd to what you would normally expect at a gig uh, because it's out of the way. So it's in Hillsborough. It's just a little cafe on the corner. It's just a small, intimate venue. Like you, you literally sat with the band virtually because they're, they're there, and it makes it makes for a great atmosphere as well. Everybody getting together, and uh, it's cheap enough. And a lot of the bands that have come through there are doing really well. So it's worth worth just coming along and having having a listen to that. I think you can get the tickets from uh, from their Facebook page and stuff like that. Yeah, so keep uh, keep a listen out for that. We'll let you know as soon as it's uh, as soon as it's announced. Um, right, David Bowie. Then, oh, I'm sad. I know it was a really sad day. Um, I remember I saw because he announced it early Monday morning, and I uh, I saw it on the news, and I just couldn't believe it. Could not believe it, but it was a similar. Similar, uh, we were just saying off Martin there. Similar with um, Alan Rickman and David Bowie. They both had cancer for for you know going on a year and a half, a couple of years, and, and not put it out there. Yeah, which I think is is a good way of doing it. Ooh. Like we we live our lives through Facebook and Twitter and stuff nowadays, and it's nice to see that something can happen like that. And David Bowie is obviously prepared to the nth degree for this situation. And well, the album was almost. Yeah, it's written because of that. It's taken on a whole new meaning listening to it after after hearing the news, and you know, it's it's just the legacy he's got. All his albums, I mean, how many albums of his are in the top forty now? Well, that's what I was going to come on to. Twenty five percent of the top forty, so ten, um, <laughs> is uh, taken up by Bowie albums. Yeah, nineteen albums have entered the UK album charts after fans, you know. 
wanted to wanted to relive uh, some of his best hits. Um, Black Star uh, is number one, so knocked Adele off the top top spot, um, selling almost hundred and fifty thousand copies since it was released, um, and, and you know. A lot of uh, a lot of people that have wanted to get it on vinyl are now having to wait because it's yes. um, it, there's such a lead time on vinyl, and, and Paul Sellers is lucky enough to have, have, have picked one of those up. Um, have you? I mean, you've heard the album. Yeah, it's great. As I say, from start to finish, absolutely great. And you know, uh, for, I, I can't praise the Black Star video enough. I, I remember when it first came out last year, the video, and it kind of came out as a bit of a surprise, and. Uh, Arneal rung me and said, you've got to watch this video, it's, it's perfect in virtually every way. And I, I went and watched it, and it is just a stunning video start to finish. Like, and, But we expect it from Bowie, he's, he's such a perfectionist in everything that he does, or did. Yeah. So what's, um, I mean, how much did he, did he influence you when you were growing up then? Well, my all-time favourite film as a kid, and, and still now, when I'm, yeah, when I'm not feeling well... Labyrinth goes on. It's it's my regress yeah. to childhood film. I remember watching Labyrinth when I was really small, and I used to watch it over and over again. I yeah. re- you know, um, and that's how I first came to know David Bowie. Yeah, but I mean, he had, he had a fairly fairly good acting career, didn't he? I mean, mm. the, the, one of the things I'll always remember him for is when uh, Ricky Gervais managed to persuade him to do extras, <laughs> and he yes. was in that um, in that bar and um, playing the <laughs> piano. That was so funny, and he he was really a really funny guy. I remember watching uh, the uh, the bonus features on the DVD, and uh, David Bowie was doing like a an interview, but he was it was really like dry witted, and it was so funny, such he, a funny. He guy. was f- that's another thing as well. I've, I've seen probably more interviews with him this last week now for my whole life, but um, just through YouTube and stuff. He's such a funny guy. Some of his one liners and things like that are amazing. Just, uh, just enjoy, you know. He's got such a legacy of music, like the man who fell to earth, as, as the film and the soundtrack and stuff. And you know, he's got Starman and the, uh, uh, all, all the different looks and eras he went through as well. He reinvented himself every few years. Well, you can tell just how how much influence and um, you know how much people have, have, have listened to his music because no matter what radio station you've put on over the last week. Mm. All of them have done a tribute to Bowie. Yeah, um, even absolutely. even the big commercial ones that just play the same stuff over and over again, they've put Bowie songs on. Yeah. And I think it's just been amazing. What's your favourite Bowie song? It changes from time to time, you know. I, I've always, like, I'm a big fan of Queen, so I've always liked Under Pressure, where, yeah. which I did with Queen. But, um, you know, uh, this last year, um, the Metal Gear Solid 5 game came out, and that's got a lot of the tracks from Diamond Dogs that All Bowie right. did on that. Um, so like the man who sold the world and mm. stuff like that, which I've, I'd never heard that before until this year through that game. I, yeah, a lot of people covered that, didn't they? Yeah. I think Lulu did a cover. Did she? Yeah, I think so. Wow. Yeah. I've not not heard that. At I think all. she did. But uh, but yeah, it's like you have to look back to you know you obviously got your your obvious ones like Ashes to Ashes and yeah you know Life on Mars and things Life on Mars just all the way through an absolutely perfect perfect uh, song, like the structure and everything the piano on it, which I didn't realise the piano on that was uh, Rick Waitman as well Was it? Yeah. Alright so, I didn't know that. saw an interview with Rick Waitman where he actually played just the piano part in its entirety this week. Well, Carl Maloney's just tweeted and he says, my missus looks like Sir Didymus in Labyrinth <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that, Carl um, You can tweet us in as well um, That's funny because Carl looks like Ludo from Labyrinth <laughs> 
<laughs> Touche. Um, yes. Um, I mean, my, my favourite is Heroes. Yes. And it was one of my favourite songs anyway. Uh, but, but I remember when I was uh, when I was learning to drive, my driving instructor was a big Bowie fan, and I remember doing my driving lessons listening to David Bowie, and it was yeah. just, it was great. You know, he still love it. Well, uh, do you remember in like nineteen ninety nine, two thousand, where um, there were all the votes going off for the, for the best single of of last century? All um, oh, right, yeah. And it ended up being massive attack when it uh, because they had a big campaign online, but Heroes came second in that. So if Mass- oh, I didn't Massive know Attack that. hadn't had that campaign, Heroes would have been. Voted the best single of last century. Mm. It was it was the single the song that all the athletes came out to in the 2012 Olympics and stuff, wasn't it? Yeah, I remember when. Uh, the, the, yeah, it's just synonymous with a lot of things, isn't it? Cause it's just such a good song. Uh, but things like Suffragette City, um, Ziggy Stardust, yeah. Life on Mars has got to be up there. Yeah, and Ground Control to, to Major Tom. Tom. Seven, <laughs> yeah. six, yeah. Well, um, the, the video for Black Star has got an astronaut that's like marooned on, on a planet, and he's just sat. You know, it's almost as though this astronaut in the video is dead. And the the kind of inference that people have got from it now is that that's Major Tom dead on on the moon. So, big loss, big loss. Yeah, but it did lead to one of the funniest moments of this oh. week. Yeah, can we come back to that? We, should, should we have we a shall. bit of music because we shall indeed. We sh- I think I feel like we should split it up, um, but yeah, we'll 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 come back to this. So yeah. what, have we got a, a bit of music first? We have, and this is this is a band uh, that are young. They range between fourteen and sixteen years old. Apparently, they played last night at Leeds at the O2 Academy. Okay, um, they're all Bradfield School. Pupils, I believe. All oh, right, uh, but they got through to the final of a massive Soundwaves music competition uh, and represented Sheffield and came second in that. Um, they're called Bailey Street, and this song's called Solid State. Solid State, then. You listen to Sheffield. I'm ninety-three point two FM. Tweet us in at the Squeak.
And that's Bailey Street with Solid State. A bit of a raw sound, but uh, only young kids and uh, you know, yeah, give I think them every encouragement. Yeah, definitely. I think probably a bit more work in post production, but um, definitely a good uh, good song. Yeah, only kids. And as I say, there were, there were last Sheffield band that made it through to that Soundwaves music competition in Leeds last night and came second, apparently as well, with a good following. They took over 100 people to Leeds for their gig. So. Cool. Nice to have a female vocalist, vocalist as well. Yes. Different yeah. different, uh, different feel about it. Yeah, and, and they've, um, they're getting around as well. So they started, started gigging. They're only only young, so they can't gig everywhere because a lot of venues don't like the youngsters in there. But they've, they've done places like O2 Academy Plug, Rocking Chair, Made a Veil. Oh, cool. Did tram lines last year, apparently, so ones to look out for. Mm, Absolutely. Cool. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Uh, so we've had, the, uh, we've had the tribute to Bowie. Um, yeah. Now, Channel 5 were criticised for this. Um, it was, you know, I think David Bowie would have a good laugh at it, to be honest. Yes. But um, go on. It just I, know, <laughs> I know I had a good laugh at it. Yeah, I did. It was just pure ridiculousness. It, it was something that... I, I thought to myself that, you know, you could get all the best comedy writers of the last few years together in a room and they could never come up with no, you couldn't, the set-up you and couldn't, the storyline. Couldn't Basi- write it. Basically, Celebrity Big Brother, which Angie Bowie's in, uh, David Bowie's ex-wife, currently. Uh, they... David Guest is in there as well, and it all started off with David Guest being ill. And so David, David Guest is ill, so he goes to bed and sits there... Like, like just lays, lays well, he, up. He's laid in the bed and then he puts the covers over his head. Doesn't yeah, he? so the covers are um, over his head, which adds to the whole effect. And so he goes to, uh, uh, well, Angie gets called into the diary room. Off camera and Big Brother tell her that, unfortunately, her ex-husband, David Bowie, has passed away. Yeah, which, which is sad. She, she got a bit upset about it and that, that's all sad and all that. She came out and was talking to... Tiffany. Tiffany, who I don't know what I the ain't heck got a clue she's famous she for. To be fair. But she, she's talking to Tiffany, and Tiffany she, well, notices something's wrong. Yeah, so she, she confides in her, doesn't she? She's going uh, to keep it to herself, but she, yeah. you know, Tiffany knows there's something wrong, so she confides in her. Yeah, you've got to keep it a secret, Tiffany, she says. Oh yes, absolutely. Uh, um, and but, comes out with the, the classic line of, David's died. Meaning uh, David Bowie, but didn't actually specify. Yeah. So you've got to forgive her, though. You know, yeah. she's her brain's probably mashed, taking it all in. <coughs> so, um, so Tiffany goes a little bit crazy and very starts much screaming. So. Yeah. To which uh, people, this this is in the house. People in the garden are literally turning around and going, "What is going on?" <laughs> um, and she's like, "I've got to tell somebody. I've got to tell somebody." So she tells the rest of the the, the people in the house yeah. that it's, it, it's it gets even better because it's kind of the typical. Big Brother attention-seeking, I'm going to be over yeah. the top for the cameras kind yeah. of thing, which she did. And 
she's screaming and shouting, then goes out and tells everyone that David Guest has died. Because she's obviously got mixed up. The, but the funniest thing was, they're taking the cover off David Guest and sort of slapping him around face, seeing if he's actually alive. <laughs> he wasn't moving. Well, he was asleep, <laughs> the poor guy. He's not very well, he's gone, for, he's gone for a kip, and they're all like, poking him and prodding him. But... Just comedy of errors. And oh, if you haven't seen it, I would definitely <coughs> look. Just Google search me and watch it. Watch it on YouTube. It's so funny. And I, I know there's been complaints about it. I, I, you know, if you're complaining about that, then there's something wrong because it was. It was just. It was unfortunate. It was, and it was a sad, yeah. a, around a sad subject, but it wasn't something to complain about because it was genuinely a misunderstanding yeah. and quite funny. And yeah, you know, you said David Bowie's been in extras and stuff. Ricky Gervais couldn't have written that. No, better. no. And David Bowie would have been on and laughed at it. Yes, yeah, I'm sure he would. I'm sure he would, but yeah, ridiculousness. And uh, anyway, out of that, I ended up watching it the following night, and uh, there are a set of uh, crazy people that they've got yeah. this year. I uh, don't really know most of them, if I'm honest. Which is celebrity above Big yeah. Brother every year. Par for the course, really. But um, it, I, from that, I, I've kind of gotten into it again this year. And I've not been into it since I mean, early, it, early Channel 4 years. It's awful, isn't it? But it's it's just infectious. infectious. Yeah. You can't stop watching what what's going to happen next. Because yeah. they're all just... I used, used to be a big fan back in the day. And like kind of Big Brother 3, 4, 5. I, I actually went, oh, went the to best, the studios and stuff. The best year um, has got to be when John McCrick was in there. He was just oh. causing havoc. It was so funny. I don't think I watched it that year, but I've watched the clips of it. Oh, God. Yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, he was just a character anyway, and he was. He was one of the best all-time housemates, I think. Mm. Anyway, yeah, move along um, <laughs> from that now, because we'll be getting angry tweets in no doubt saying stop talking about it. But talking about TV, there's um, quite a lot coming back, isn't there now? It's, uh, the X Files starts in a few weeks. Does it? Yeah. I remember watching that when I was a kid. Yeah, one of my all-time favourite TV shows. That, yeah. That's that's on in a few weeks. I think Channel Five's uh, going to be showing that. Snapped in the UK. it up. Yeah, my mum, uh, my mum absolutely loved X Files. Yeah, all right. I, I got right. Into, I remember watching that before you know anyone was talking about it. The first series, and I was like, because I was a big fan of like The Outer Limits and Twilight Zone and stuff like that. And the X Files came along, and I remember watching it. And the the whole first series passed everyone by, and suddenly after that, it became massive. Mm. Uh, so we've got the X-Files coming back Prison Break's coming back soon I thought that had finished It has but it's coming back oh. <laughs> they've, they've, they've signed signed them up again For another little mini series kind of thing 24 oh, no. is coming back Yes I've seen that But I'm, without Jack Yeah well they always said they were going to do that Because um, well, Jack Bauer's getting a bit old now Yeah. So they're on about doing it with Another main character um, there was there was speculation that it might be the female character that was in the last miniseries, um, mm. 24, Live Another Day, yeah. uh, but it doesn't look like it's going to be. No, I think they've signed up uh, a young, well, they've supposedly signed up a young uh, American guy doing an ex-military kind of story yeah. with him. It looks good. I mean, it, it, they've retained the executive producers that were heavily involved with 24, yeah. so it should be it should be really good. Yeah. Um, but Kiefer Sutherland is doing another drama called, can't remember, Designated Superior or something. All right. Um, Not seen that. I don't think that's correct at all. Um, he is, though, and he's going to be, um, basically, it sounds a bit far-fetched, um, but there's a, there's an attack somewhere and the president and a few high-ranking officials are all killed. All right. And Jack, not Jack Bauer. 
Kiefer Sutherland, sorry. I've known him, <laughs> as, Jack, well I've known him as Jack Bauer since 2001. Um, he is the highest ranking official alive. So oh, he ends up being sworn in as president. Right. Um, so that would be interesting to see how uh, how that looks when that comes out. Yeah. And, and one of my all-time favourite TV shows coming back next year, Twin Peaks. I never saw is, that. Which is, without Twin Peaks, we wouldn't have the TV we have now. The X-Files wouldn't have got made. Like, really? Just, it was such a seminal thing, and it it was so bizarre and surreal, and you had to follow it like to the nth degree. But it, absolutely brilliant television, and I'm so glad to bring in that back with with the original cast and the original director and writer and everything. Really? Yeah. Mm. So looking forward to that. Do you know one thing I really liked when I was uh, when I was little? I've always been into time travel dramas. Mm-hmm. So I always liked Doctor Who and. Um, well, Jonathan Creek may, mainly because it sort of it didn't go back in time or forward in time, but it sort of used flashbacks to yeah, solve yeah. solve the mysteries and whatnot. Um, but I, did you ever watch um, Crime Traveler? Yes. Oh gosh, yeah, that was um, Chloe Anna and uh, Michael French. Yeah, Michael French. Um, Michael French signed a, a, a fairly high uh, earning contract mm. to leave EastEnders and do this, and it lasted one series. Um, and it was good. It, the, the ratings were really good, but I think there was a new head of drama that came in or something, right. and uh, it just never got never got recommissioned. Unfortunately, I, I loved that. I was I was a big fan of Chloe Annett because Chloe Annett was gorgeous she was quite pretty, weren't she? Yeah. Well, she was in uh, Red it was Dwarf. in my formative years, let's say. So, <laughs> so Chloe Annett with, between Red Dwarf and Crime Traveler, I, I, I was into those. Um, but talking of TV. You've got Netflix, Luke. Have you watched Making a Murderer? No, but everybody's been oh, talking about it, haven't they? Do you know what? It is It is just phenomenally good. You, It just pulls you in and gets you addicted to the point where... Is it a documentary? It's a documentary, and the, the premise is that it's a guy who got, in the 80s, got convicted of a rape and murder. And nice. Yeah, but it turned out... That evidence was found that he didn't do it, so he got freed in the uh, in the early two thousands. Came out, and then another rape and murder took place, which he was then accused of. And it's basically that the documentarians were filming him at the time because he got acquitted and carried it on through filming over like five ten years of his life about this new trial that he was involved in and like what the police did wrong, what what. Uh, whether he did it or not, and it's just basically going backwards and forwards. As you watch it, there's 12 episodes. As you watch it, you're like, you're on on his side, and then all of a sudden you're like, no, it's like he definitely did it, and then it's like, no, the police did that wrong. We can't can't have been convicted for that. It's, it's amazing to watch. I'll have to have a look out for that then. So it's basically if, so if you ever listened to the Serial podcast last year, which which again went massive, um, it's very much like that, but in visual form. So it's, it's well worth. Uh, well, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's it, worth your Netflix subscription to watch it. It's been all over uh, social media, so I'm definitely going to give that a watch. Um, just going back onto what I was saying earlier, it's called Designated Survivor, right? What did I say? Designated something? Yeah, designated superior or something. I can't remember. Yeah, you were it, close. I'd got, I'd got the right letters. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's uh, him as the president. So I'm looking forward to hearing about that. Anyway, um, enough telly speak. What's uh, what's the next piece of music, James? Next piece of music is the Black Mamba Fever, a band 
that uh, have sent us in a track, as you can. Uh, just get in touch through the Facebook, the Twitter, or the website. Uh, it's a new Sheffield rock band, new, very new around, so they're influenced by punk rock, 70s, um, energetic, live, and we'll be getting around Sheffield through 2016. This is Black Mamba Fever with Phoebe Cates. Feedback there. That's Black Mamba Fever with Phoebe Cates. And as I say, new band coming around Sheffield. Watch out for them through 2016. Um, I believe they played the Royal Standard last night. Oh, uh, down near um, the train station? Uh, near near the Leadmill. Yeah, 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 that's the yeah. one. Um, yeah, look out for them. Cool. So, uh, how is your dry January going, Luke? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's ended. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I went to uh, I went to the match yesterday, um, so that was that. 
Um, I, yeah, to be fair, I, I had every intention of not having a drink, and then I did. Yeah. But, you know, I did two weeks. You just don't have the willpower, that's what's wrong. Yeah. But um, it actually yeah. could be a good thing for you, because... Uh, yeah, they reckon doing it's got uh, health... Um, health drawbacks. Yeah, someone at York University, one of the lecturers there uh, in the Department of Health Sciences uh, he said that it could actually do you more harm than good uh, full abstinence. Really? And, yeah. and what is the reasoning behind that then? I, I fail to see how not drinking can be unhealthy. Well, I, I think if you consume a lot of alcohol anyway basically the, the way that the campaign's targeted, the people most likely to take part are those that only occasionally drink anyway, so it's not going to have much of a, an effect on them but if you do drink a lot of alcohol then apparently by just complete abstinence straight away it's the same as anything if you cut out cigarettes smoking straight away yeah your body uh, is yeah, you, it affects your body badly yeah, yeah. and so, so that's the kind of uh, premise behind it so yeah if, uh, if you're doing dry January and you have drunk quite a bit then it could actually be doing you more harm than good well um I went to, uh, I went, like I say, I went to uh, watch Sheffield Wednesday at home against Leeds yesterday. Yeah. Um, so I had a I had a couple before the match and fully intended on having one and then coming home, um, and stayed out and had a few more. It was good though, you know. I, I had a really good day out, and uh, I have to say though, I, I I saw something at the match that I don't think I've ever seen in any game of football ever. Go on. Um, Wednesday, we're in the middle of making a substitution. Oh, yeah. We've seen it on the highlights. Yeah, yeah, I've, it's I ridiculous. Mean, it's, it's crazy. Um, we were making a sub. Leeds had got a free kick. Um, the referee allowed Leeds to take the free kick before the substitution had been made. Leeds scored. Yeah. And then, all of a sudden, all hell broke loose. He allowed the goal, and then he didn't allow the goal. Yeah. And then they had to retake the free kick after the substitution had been made. So Leeds went absolutely balmy, which... Well, you watch the highlights. You would do, You can you? see Fernando Forestieri... Strolling off. The as, thing as is, though, the referee turns and looks, and yeah. the referee sees that he's still on the pitch, but he still lets play go on. Yeah, completely. I mean, the referee has had a howler there. Yeah. Let's be honest, but Definitely. never seen anything like that in any game where any substitutions are, are involved. Not as much as a howler as Steve Evans, the Leeds manager, had though, because he was actually at the toilet. He'd gone for a was, hadn't he? <laughs> and he'd come back and he'd missed everything. He heard the roar, thought, oh, we scored, and, come and back. Then, and Then was asked about it and got the situation completely wrong. Yeah, he thought it was a corner. Like, yeah. It wasn't a corner. So, yeah, he's... Uh, well, I was watching, uh, watching the highlights on Channel 5 this morning. And uh, he came back out, and he was obviously his face drops, and his assistant was telling him what he was going on, and he looked like the, the angriest man I've ever seen. Yeah. It was hilarious. Well, apparently him and uh, Carvalho had already had a bit of an altercation. Yeah, they had a bit of a had a bit bit of a do. Um, I was sat on the other side, so I didn't I didn't really know what it was all about. But um, yeah, he got a bit of a uh, bit of stick from the fans for uh, for doing that. But he'd not he'd not you know before the match, I think he'd wound people up because he he came out with. Uh, something in an article and he said he'd turned down Sheffield Wednesday about 18 months ago I'm like oh, don't recall that maybe he re- I don't, I, I yeah. don't think that was the case I think maybe he d- decided not to go for an interview or something yeah he's uh, yeah. not a nice guy in my opinion <laughs> not the opinion of Sheffield Live just, just James Hargreaves yeah, just me just me <laughs> I, I'm, I'm happy to take the fall for that one <laughs> Steve if you're listening um <laughs> Yeah, anyway. Uh, but, uh, I, found, I found some exercise you can do as well. Me? Yeah. Or Steve uh, Evans? Well, Steve Evans, Steve Evans could probably do with it. He's the biggest uh, man. Uh, he's, he's a big unit. That's coming from me who's, who's not the slimmest person in the world, is it? Yeah. 
Steve mm. makes you look small. <laughs> anyway, enough but, about yeah. Steve Evans. Yeah, it's, uh, there's a 10k run that's coming to Glasgow. Uh, Is there? That you can sign up for, yeah. Glasgow? Yeah. Where, where the uh, the city with the smallest life expectancy is having a 10k <laughs> run. That's the exact place. How apt. Do, do you know what's <laughs> unique about this uh, 10k run? Is it a beer, a pub run? No, it's an actual 10k run that you sign up for and you do all your training for and everything. Yeah. But instead of uh, water at the uh, various rest stops... It's beer. It's wine. They replaced oh. it with wine. Well, it's not Buckfast, is it? It's not the barley wine. <laughs> no, no, not barley wine. Have you, have you heard about Buckfast? Yes, yeah. Well, if, if, if any listeners don't know what I'm on about, Buckfast is the single most... Um, well, it's the worst drink um, for causing uh, crime in Scotland. Yes, it's yeah. a barley wine uh, that's really strong and uh, it's it's lethal. Gets yeah. gets you really really drunk and causes you to be uh, a nuisance. Yeah, or you know that's just Scotland anyway, th- throughout all ages, isn't it? Oh dear. Anyway, carried on. Um, <laughs> so yeah, instead of water at the rest stops, runners uh, are offered wine, and at the end of the race, the wine that you've tasted, you can purchase. Apparently, how bizarre. <laughs> How bizarre. So, yeah. So who's, who's, is Lindemann's putting that together or something? That's ridiculous. Uh, it's called the Wine Athlon, and uh, they're putting the fun back into the run, they say. Uh, <laughs> but, but, yeah, it's, uh, it's something where they don't expect you to uh, break any records doing it. Uh, the 10k, the fastest time uh, they only did it in Yorkshire a couple of years ago was an hour and eight minutes. Uh, and some wine athletes enjoyed a leisurely four-hour wine race. So... That's ridiculous. Uh, we've had a text in from Dave Tingle. He says, where do I sign up? <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's a long train ride to, to Glasgow. You have to go through Warrington as well, which I wouldn't recommend. Do you have to go through Warrington to... Well, we did. You can, oh, go, right. through, you can go through anywhere. In the, it's sort of a bit over that way. Yeah. yeah. It is a long journey, that, isn't it? Mm. But yeah, I just thought you might uh, want to sign up to that. Limited places, only 600 places on it, apparently. Get yourself on, Dave. <laughs> Faith might even take up running. Who knows? <laughs> Excellent. Right. Well, yeah, probably got time for one more song then, James, before we go, or a couple maybe. Song. Well, if we uh, change the discs in there. Seamless. Preparation. <laughs> uh, we've been talking a lot about David Bowie and uh, his passing away. Um, last, bizarrely, at West Street Live on Saturday last week, they had a special night dedicated to David Bowie. Uh, and a lot of the Sheffield music scene got together and uh, played, you know, covers of Bowie songs. This is this is before anybody knew anything was wrong or, or what had can, happened. Oh right, oh yeah, of course it was. Yeah, can I can I have a guess that this might be Connor Houston? It, it is indeed. I'm glad of I'm glad of that because uh, we played him. Wow, uh, six or seven, eight weeks ago maybe. Yeah, yeah, quite a while ago. Um, and I remember just just being. Really, really, really liking this. I mean, he's he's got big influences, obviously, by by David Bowie, and, and that comes across in his sound, doesn't it? Indeed, and at, at that gig at West Street Live, which was which was just a normal tribute, uh, you know, off the back of the release of Black Black Star and stuff, they decided to have a tribute night, and then the day after, obviously, everybody passed found away, out yeah. they passed away. But uh, Connor Houston was there, the fairground accidents, and everybody was there. Um, but this one is is been compared. To Bowie, and this is uh, Connor Houston with uh, his champagne eyes. Yeah, and it's a great tune. Give us a shout on Twitter. We've got about seven minutes left before DJ Ski takes over with the platinum plates. We are at the squeak.
So Connor Houston there with his champagne eyes. I, I do love that song as well. I think uh, think he's very good and one worth seeing when he's playing live. Has he got any uh, gigs that we know of? I haven't seen any down for him at the minute, but uh, I'll keep my eyes out and let people know when his next one is. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I like that one very much. Very much. I've got a favourite Bowie story from this week, which I read on Reddit, where there was a guy in Australia, apparently, who saw an advert in his local shop for some kittens. So, right. He phoned, phoned the number on, on the uh, the advert and arranged to meet to see these kittens. And a guy on the phone at the other end said, come along and see him. Uh, but if my dad answers the door, don't freak out. Just tell him you're here for the kittens and to ask for Duncan. So the guy goes thinking, well, what what can this be? Why would I freak out at somebody answering the door? Turns up, David Bowie obviously opens the door. Oh. And then this guy freaks out. He's like, well, uh, yeah, kittens. Uh, yeah, Dun- Duncan is like, oh, you're here to see uh, see Duncan about the kittens. And apparently he spent half an hour with this guy playing with the kittens in the room. And after half an hour, the guy went, you're, you're David Bowie, aren't you? He went, yes, I am. He said, can I have an autograph? He says, if you take one of these kittens, you can have an autograph as long as you promise to look after it. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant, that, isn't what it? What a great story. And apparently he called the cat Bowie. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. I've not seen that. That's a right story. I thought he lived in New York, anyway. He's lived all lived over, all over, the, place, over yeah. the years, yeah. yeah. Um, and obviously Duncan now is a big film, film director. director yeah, so. yeah. Mm. So two two hits with one uh, one little story, no? Well, I like David Bowie and I like cats. <laughs> yes, so yeah. that's a good story. And Duncan's films, three hits. Oh yeah, of course, yeah, triple whammy. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Um, well, we're going to be he- well. Well, there's going to be a show next week, but we don't know whether we're going to be on for two hours or not because you're going away and Paul Sellers is not here. Yeah, and whether we can pre-record or not. So. Yeah. Let's see how topical we get then when it's pre-recorded. <laughs> yeah, if we do it on a Monday, we'll be a bit stumped. Yeah, because we'll have had one day's worth of the week's news. It's going to be interesting. Let's put it that way. Mm. <laughs> but yes, where um, are you going? Royal Leamington Spa. Yes, the Royal Leamington Spa. If you will, if you will, <laughs> yes, <laughs> if one will. It's where Ray's uh, Ray's originally from, and where her parents are now. So and it's a, a mom's birthday coming up at the end of the month. So. Oh. It's the annual trip for Ray's mum's birthday. Absolutely. We uh, get a lot of listens from uh, from around the West Midlands as well. We get loads of listens, just not in Sheffield. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll be back in, in, in some fashion. Um, yeah. But you can, uh, obviously, you can check us out on the podcasting uh, world, Acast, iTunes. Yeah. Um, and if you've, if you've missed it, you can subscribe, and then it'll just pull straight into your phone. You can listen to it while you're driving and all the rest yeah, of it. Which you should subscribe anyway. Just do it. Just Absolutely. subscribe. It helps everyone out. Yeah, check us out on Facebook, The Squeak, uh, Twitter, at The Squeak, and we will be back next week. Yep. Thanks very much. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.